Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. Before we even get started, I have a question for you. Go. Did you see my TikTok? Bro, my TikTok is your TikTok. My Instagram is your Instagram. So yes, I saw it. Um, it's rude. It's like I can't have anything for myself. No, you can't. We we share everything. It's so funny when people like DM us and one of us responds like, wait, is this Shay or Leah? I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? Right. No, I get kind of confused sometimes too. And sometimes I'll, I'll go to send a message and then I realized we think so much alike that you've already sent that exact message. Honestly, I take the words right out of your mouth. True. I the wind your sentences. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> if you will. If you freaking will. Um, but yeah, so do it for the gram. Do it for the TikTok. Um, Any downtime I have, I, I try to use it purposefully, right? So five minutes, I have like a me- like a meeting and then I'm like going to teach a class. But I'm like, all right, what can I do in this five <laughs> minutes to make some epic content? Because I was doing some research and I do listen to some other podcasts, believe it or not, even though this is my fave. Obviously. Um, I'm biased. But, um, <laughs> and they were saying like, you need to post on TikTok like three to five freaking times a day. That's- Who has time to do that? I'm so confused. But like these TikTok famous people have something right. They all like live in a house together and they're just living the dream and TikToking all day. So I don't care what we have to adjust in our lives, but like, can we make the two-tone headquarters a TikTok house? But it's so much harder than one would think. I know it's true. Not even just TikToks in general, but content creation and so much um, just respect those people in the space. And I know we have some people listening who might be content creators themselves. We consider ourselves part-time content creators. Part-time. Part-time content creators. We dabble. But we sat down with some of the best people um, in the game. game. So you guys are really in for a treat today. Before we announce what guests we've got going on, we just have to kind of tell you guys and set the scene for how we (laughs) made this freaking happen. And Um, I can't even say we made this happen Mother Nature. Mother Nature made this happen. (laughs) And and Patrick Clark. And PC and the Pups. Um, So basically, we're at Wadapalooza, and it's the final day of the event and it's raining out. It's gross in Miami. First of all, we are only in Miami for three or four days. So mother nature rude. rude. I'm but literally the, more pale than I was when I, when I, I know because we were rocking our tone day. I'm sorry. I've had worth it. it. It was worth it. So, but anyway, so we thought that it was rude that mother nature did this to us, but then we realized, you know what? It's a freaking blessing in disguise. We've got the event was postponed. All these athletes are trapped. They're trapped. They have no choice but to talk to us, but to come into the tone zone. So we take our (laughs) Yeti mic. We take my bootleg computer. We take PC and the pups. And we pack up our backpacks. (laughs) We head over to the hotel. And we shove the mic in their face and basically sit down and are like, let's chat. Let's chat. They're like, wait, but I have to. I'm like, no, no, you don't have to be anywhere. I know you don't. You can stretch while you talk to us. <laughs> um, we walk through the doors and we see three men in jungle rompers. Um, it was the Buttery Bros and Julian, who is the third Buttery Bro. And we're like, you know what? You look like you want to be on the Don't Tone Alone podcast with that outfit. 
True. So we've had the buttery um, bros on our podcast before. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you do. They talk about content creation, but it was really cool getting to sit down with Julian Marquez, who really walked us through the content creation um, experience and kind of where his editing skills came from, how he got introduced to the buttery bros um, and kind of what they've built together, which is an essentially a freaking CrossFit empire. An empire. A dynasty. And it's funny, while we're recording this intro, I had actually just watched um, their YouTube video from Wadapalooza. And it was really cool to like see clips that I'm like, oh my God, I remember seeing that in person. And um, not only was that cool to watch, but the editing skills on yeah. these videos are insane. I feel, like, I feel like people take it for granted and they, especially with the Buttery Bros, they're so used to seeing these crazy transitions that they're numb to it. And for us, we're like, how'd you do that? Yeah. Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. So that was so cool. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this epic podcast with Julian followed by an amazing uh, podcast with Josh Wiseman. So he's also um, a content creator in the space. He does all things fitness. He's um, covered amazing like weightlifting events, bodybuilding, um, CrossFit, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how he was almost bamboozled into this career. So. And it all started with some sneakers. All started with some <laughs> sneakers. So stay tuned, guys. We're excited to now fast forward it on to um, Julian. So let's get into it. Boom. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm excited to have you, Julian. We just kind of pulled you. We, your romper caught our eye. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, I mean, I feel super honored because Julian just said he was so hungry and he like really, really wanted to go eat. And then Patrick Clark mm. asked him if he'd be on our podcast. And you're like, he was like, you know what? Hold the food. I need to be on the Don't Tone Alone Yeah, podcast. but he did actually tell me that it was only going to be 10 minutes. So... <laughs> I could go 15. Okay, After that, okay. I'm going to wow. get a little hungry. All right, so we're yeah. going to have to like, and then we'll get hangry Julian. Oh, yeah, we'll get hangry Julian. It's so cool, Julian, though. It's pretty fun, Julian. So it's okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Right in the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for Charlotte's those of you who don't know Julian Marquez, can you give us a little, like, what do you do? We okay. elevator pitch of yourself. Okay, so, like, uh, what am I? All right, elevator pitch. Uh, I'm a Scorpio, like, long walk on the beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, check, I'm check. super extra. No, I'm uh, so a lot of people know me from the Buttery Bros. So... So me and Heaver and Marston, if you're familiar with the Buttery Bros, um, they started this amazing media company and we've been best friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we all originally met uh, at CrossFit HQ where we worked together for a long time. So for many years from like, I want to say like 2011 to 2015, I did all the animation designs and stuff for like CrossFit games and a bunch of different things. So is that, that what you went to school for? Uh, I didn't go, I went to school for film. It just so happened I took a class and then it just like kind of spun off. My one class, I just started teaching myself and I found like a little niche where I was like, when I was editing and doing all this production, mm-hmm. there were so many things where we needed like animation or design for, but we never had that guy in house. And so we were always hire out. And so yeah. I realized how much that yeah. person was working. We could never hire him. So I just took a crack at it. And from there, um, I've always just had a good taste on design. I don't know if you can tell by this romper. Yeah, I, mean, I, just got, I just got style. I just got style. We made so him like, swap out the hat. Yeah. For yeah. Like, yeah for, uh, yeah, just, so I took that and just kind of ran with it. And with everything I do, I tend to do it with, you know, I mean, not much moderation. I just go full bore. So I just started learning, doing tutorials. At the time, it was like books and stuff. And then from there, I just, I knew what looked good. I just didn't know how to create it. And so I got to a place where I'm like, okay, does this look good? Does this look good? And then from there, I just found my niche as being a designer. And then now it's like, I'm just designed for a lot of people. 
So I love that because I feel like even sometimes when we like outsource design and mm-hmm. things like that, it's, it's not like exactly not exactly how we want. want. Yeah. So when you can do it yourself, I think uh, like it's just I don't know. It's so much more powerful. Yeah, sure. and I kind of start, and it's also too one of those things like I've just. I've just beat my craft over and over and over, especially like through my twenties and stuff. I'm now 33. Well, actually, no, I took it back. I just turned 34. So through all <laughs> my twenties, yeah, yeah. So through all my twenties, it was just that, just like long nights, getting better at this craft and just staying competitive. And then I got to a place where I'm like, wow, it's not a matter of uh, can I create it? It's like what I want to create. Now I know all the tools. It's like what can I do here? I have ideas, and it's not like I was limited by my skill set. Now I'm just limited by the ideas. And really, you could run with with it forever if you just have ideas, you know. So yeah. Wait. So how did you meet the Buttery Bros? I met the Buttery Bros uh, through Grinder. No. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Heber's a married man. No, 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 not at all. I met Heber and Mars. Um, it was one of those things. I was in a CrossFit community. It was super tight niche. It was like back in the day. I started CrossFit like in 2008. Loved it. Ran with it. Was trying to do like competing, but like on a small circuit, just like local throwdowns and like sectionals and regionals and stuff. Um, and then there was an opening. We needed editors and designers and all that. They just um, they just got the contract. The CrossFit HQ, like the the company itself, got the contract with ESPN to do their first broadcast games. So they put it out there that they need editors. So a bunch of people sent me links because they knew that I was in across the community. Mm-hmm. I was in Northern California, and they knew that I already like went to school and I that's what I did was media. So at the time yeah. I was working at Electronic Arts at EA doing in-house stuff um, in Redwood City. So I friends forwarded me the email. I was like, oh my God, this is great. I love CrossFit. I love media. I could put those together. I'm like, oh my God, I'm running with this. So, yeah. So I signed, like I, I sent him like a resume or something. And Heber was actually the guy that read it and answered it. Um, and so he's like, yeah, come on in. I come down there. Let me just paint you this picture. Yeah, all right, so, do. yeah. So I'm in like my twenties, young twenties. It's a strapping young lad. Right. <laughs> and I'm wearing, if you will, if you will, if you will, I'm wearing khakis and like a button up as you will for a first right, day of right, interview. Yeah, yeah. And like, I have my shirt tucked in. I have a belt. Like I'm looking, I'm looking pretty dapper. And <laughs> I show up to this place. Yeah. If I show up to this place, it's like this big building the huge building mm-hmm. i knock on the door and it's just like no one's there and then this one guy his name was tyson and he still his name is tyson this guy tyson <laughs> had a backwards hat and like a t-shirt and just like some board shorts and like flip-flops i'm like okay this is not an office setting mind you i'm coming from a real company like redwood city yeah. not to take anything across it yeah and he like lets me he's like oh i'm here for like an interview he's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. come on in yeah. i walk into this place desolate we're talking like looks like this. There's no furniture. <laughs> There's no off. I'm like, it just looks like boiler. I'm like, is this a, like a, a gimmick? Like, am yeah. I gonna get robbed yeah, here or yeah, something? Yeah. And like, we go, we go to these all these empty offices, vacant offices. They just got a shell of a building, and then it's just, I mean, I want to say three employees. Marston was just there for a week. He was for like first in the company. It was Heber yeah. was there. Roy McKernan and Tony Budding at the time was, and it was like no one else. He was like, "Can you do this stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Why are you dressed like this?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know. This is yeah. what you dress." <laughs> I felt like, and yeah. they're just in t-shirts, and like some of them had no shirt on. And I was like, like "I feel so awkward." So I just jumped in, and they were just like manning the ship, trying to produce these shows, and we we're kind of learning on the fly, and we we're just all incredibly talented Swiss art, like like Swiss knives. Like we had all these skill sets and we had to be good at everything. Maybe we weren't the greatest because we're very young, but we're all really good and we're all really hungry. And that's how me, Heber and Marston all connected because not only did we just have the bond across in an exercise, we also shared this passion of like, we're young and we want to create some really cool, awesome content. 
and do this sport a justice at the time is just like a movement that we fell in love with and we want other people to fall in love with that. And we get to be in a position where we get to share that with the craft that we love. So, and that's how we kind of just all clicked. And so we're in this office and we're just putting in all these hours and then we'll go down and like do a workout in the gym and you have like that sweat equity, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it's like that shared suffering. And we go back in the edit room and we're doing those long days. And from there, it was just like, a brotherhood just a mm -hmm. bond that we couldn't break and from there we just became best friends and we've been friends for a long time even after in 2015 when i left crossfit like the company to go work for a different company we still stayed friends and did trips together and all that and that's how we met i love that wait yeah. so my question for you is we had the buttery bros on and we kind of yeah. like asked them for some of like maybe their aha moments when you kind of like knew that you were on to something as far as like your career so what would that mm. kind of standout moment be for you my aha moment came when uh everyone just told me how good i was <laughs> oh my god you're just so humble yeah, humble you're so talented you're so great no yeah. honestly the aha moment came when it was like um for me when the images I started creating, I guess, through design and animation or even just edits um, were things that I truly enjoy. Like I wasn't embarrassed about, like I was happy to show other people. And then it was like, I'll show you it. And then look at your Facebook. Is it, is it good? Is it good? I want, I want like, like that. Oh my God. If, that is completely my love language. I just want like, I want affirmation. I just like, come on, give me some affirmation. Is it good? Is it good? Not good. So it was at that point where I'm like, I'm onto something. And then also just as you get older, you grow the confidence of people wanting to invest in your value and your product. And you see other people recognizing your value and people paying you money to mm -hmm. do what you love. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is what it means to be a professional. People are paying me to make stuff look good. That's it. You know, so that's, that's awesome. And yeah. I know we kind of talked about how you're a big part of like the buttery bros, mm -hmm. like content and yeah. YouTubes and all of that. What would be something who follow for people who follow you guys and watch these videos, what would be something that surprised them about maybe like the behind the scenes that they wouldn't. The behind the scenes, what would surprise them? Ah, oh, man, what would surprise them? Like, what goes into maybe some of these videos that when you're watching on YouTube, like you, you would just wouldn't okay, even. I'll give, yeah. I'll give one that's like a, a ongoing thing. It's like a two part thing. Um, so one, one of the biggest things that we always hear, which is very true is that, um, we're a lot like in person what we really mm -hmm. are on there. Yeah. So a lot of times times to come up to us, I'm like, man, you guys will just watch from our, I'm like, how are you guys always on? How are yeah. you guys have this much energy? How is it like, and really it's because to our credit, like our personalities align that way. We're just that extra, we're that extrovert, we're goofy. Um, the cool thing about, I feel like I'll speak for them as well. We all share is that we take, what we do very serious but we don't take ourselves serious mm -hmm. like as you can tell yeah. just by what we look like we're not afraid <laughs> of embarrassing Robert. ourselves mm -hmm. we're not afraid of those things like we'll put ourselves out there because at the end of the day it's like we're all adults and we, we get to be i have so much gratitude we get to do something we love mm -hmm. and um we're sharing with a community that has taken us in and embraced us in a community that we love and been a part of for a long time and it's just we we have these i guess i want to say gifts because that seems like a strong word but it's like it's yeah, it's guess, yeah we have these things that we love to share and for us it's just that's kind of when we go into places and we have that high energy and it's like we keep it up and it's yeah. like it's really easy to keep that up because we're feeding off everyone's energy yeah so that is a surprise but then on the flip side of that they're like do you guys ever sleep do you guys ever come down I'm like yeah 
there's times where we'll do a whole shoot where we're just like dopamine dumps. We're just meeting these people, fans, and then we'll go somewhere else. So we'll get in a car and then Silence. we just won't say yeah. anything. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times we're in a minivan because <laughs> we always have equipment. Something like Heber loves minivans, but then he actually. Oh, told me up. No, I enjoy <laughs> minivans. Now I love minivans. It's very, it's very BD energy. Yeah, we have like <laughs> us roll out and we're coming like, yeah, that's our mini. Like Honda like Odyssey. Lambos. You're like, nah, it's the minivan. Nah, yeah, Honda right? Odyssey fully loaded. Yeah. Like it's so much great. So like in those in those times we have a lot of downtime where we just decompress yeah. and there's times where we don't say anything and then at night it's like we just get into our grooves where we're offloading stuff we're designing we're handing over files there's a lot of post-production that goes to that and we also now in a position where we have others helping us mm -hmm. but like that's a time when we're just like and you feel that pause and you feel that that break a little bit so i feel like probably, Leah and i can totally relate to that too yeah. like we are group fitness instructors and like when you're, you're on all on, the time yeah. and then podcasting whatever and then you come off and you're kind of like people are like what's wrong and you're like mm -hmm. no I, I just need a sack regroup mm -hmm. recharge so, and then go yeah. right so with that being said is there one thing that you do like do you meditate do you like listen to sad music is there one thing you do sad that really music. i'm just gonna really get my sense recovers you and so you feel like you can kind of push through Ooh, i would say my biggest thing that just recharges me yeah. it sounds so i mean it sounds oh. so cliche it's so becoming for someone in my space it's like it's finding an awesome playlist like creating a playlist and then going oh, yeah. to the gym like just going to the gym but like the gym with headphones or going for a run or something that's just like movement. I love music. I love dancing. It's free. It brings me joy. It brings mm -hmm. other people joy. Um, I enjoy walking, just going to like cafes, other places. Um, those things for me just kind of recharges and re kind of like builds yeah. my battery, I guess, right. in a sense. And it like kind of fills my cup and it gets me to a place where I'm like, oh, I could then pour into others. I could then bring joy to others. I could right. pour into my craft. I could spend that time or on a grind on a computer designing for like nine plus hours. And it's always more than nine plus hours. <laughs> so like, that's probably my favorite thing is just like depositing in myself. And for me, it, that's the gym, that's health, that's fitness. It's like, that's my wealth. And I know that's my wealth. It's never been like a monetary thing. It's like, Okay, I You're love being healthy. I yeah. love looking good. I love these things. I feel confident in my skin. I could then make other people feel confident in their skin. So I don't know. So that just important. recharges me a ton. Mm -hmm. That and okay. also like low key shopping. I kind of oh, like okay. Yeah, okay. I kind of like yeah, low key. Low, low key, I like a little shopping. Right, so like a little shopping. Quick hitter question. Okay, what's, what's up? What's your favorite store? Uh, you shop at? Okay, my favorite store is probably between probably Bloomingdale's and Zara. Okay. Yeah. What's your number one song on your playlist? Yeah, like the Pass of the Ox. What do you? Oh, yeah. uh, depending on the vibes, but right now my my go-to right now is by Rufus Del Sol. Um, yeah, Rufus Del Sol. Um, and then Patrick was saying that you're quite the ladies' man. So. I'm not quite the ladies. Yeah, Come so, like, on. As you like as eating he, a phallic <laughs> banana over there. Are right, you trying to throw me under the bus? So, like, you trying to throw me the bus? I'm not the ladies' man. Okay. I, right, so I mean, do you. Okay, okay. question. Okay. Your type and three characteristics. Yeah. Your type. My type three characteristics. Okay. okay. First one can be physical. Okay, physicality. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they gotta have body. Come on. Okay. Body. Yeah, they okay. gotta have body. Yeah. Okay. And then how about like percent? Like what are non-negotiables when it comes to personality? Oh non. Oh non-negotiables. Oof. Um. Okay, I'll give a metaphor. Um, and that's mm -hmm. why I learned, like I guess, in early stages of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, you go into the room if you're vibrant and you're bright and you go into the room and it's like you have this flame and you light up the room and you warm the room with all these you know with all these things um that fire takes oxygen and when you 
burn bright and too bright and you don't read the room, you tend to like not allow other people to use their flame and kind of like burn bright, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so yeah. it like kind of sucks the soul out the room. Um, and that's kind of like a metaphor for me going into relationships. Um, I do burn bright and I do like having some oxygen. I love sharing that too, but it's someone that I could share that light with and go back and forth. So like, I don't ever want to be like, feel bad for my gifts or my mm -hmm. extroverted personality, mm -hmm. who I am, you know, it's like, that brings me joy. And I want someone to like, kind of pump me up in that corner. But at the same time, I would love to have them shine as well. And they could, you know, so get that is there room. something that has been kind of like a challenging challenge in past relationships, like someone who might not like, Oh yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like what you do or your personality. Yeah. And so with those things, like it's, you, it's, you could burn really bright and it could be really competitive or it just doesn't necessarily balance where they just, Maybe there's some insecurity there. It isn't aligned. So for me, non-negotiables is like you have to be within the health space. Like there's, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that like you yeah. can't meet great people outside right. of the health space, right. but like fitness and working out, it's such a priority in my life. If they themselves don't see that as a priority mm -hmm. in their life, like it's, you're going to have banter there. There's going to be some budding right. heads because I'm like, Hey babe, I just need to disconnect and go to the gym for like two hours. And like, I'm going to be so much better when I come back. But like, I just need to get a workout in. If they don't understand that, like that's mm -hmm. just you doing you and it, it's not a threat towards them, then I feel like you got a good balance when you have a partner and it's like, oh, you're always there or you spend two hours. Like, do you yeah. have to be there? Like, then it's like, okay, now you're making me feel bad for something. I'm just like, yeah, doing that. that I love and it's happy. good. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I think having like such a drastic lifestyle difference. I don't know. It's yeah, it's going to affect your compatibility for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the second non-negotiable? Um, I don't know. I have a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Find me funny, I guess. Just <laughs> fine, honestly, funny, I got to be honest. Like, funny, like, if, if, if I'm being if I'm being truly like frank, yeah. like, I'm just being blunt. I would just you know what? I'm really simple. Just. Tell me I'm pretty and touch me. I love physical touch and words of affirmation. Like I, I, I feel uncomfortable on gifts. I'll take care of myself. I'll provide. Like I just, just tell me I'm pretty. Like walk outside, pump me up and then touch me. I'm like, oh, that's all I need. Physical touch and tell me I'm pretty. Hey, okay, all right. So um, we're going to ask a question for okay. like the ladies who are listening to our podcast. Oh, come. Why has it become um, a lady I just, thing? I yeah. just want to know, like, okay. will you answer the DMs? If girls slide into your DMs, will you answer the DMs? I will say this. Um, I answer all messages just yeah, due to the fact, right? politely. I always okay. like politely. Yeah. If it's going in a direction, I feel like, oh, it's a little weird. I'll just double tap or just keep it on red. You know? Okay. Yeah. But like, oh. I generally tend to like, because we do have a large fan base and we also do have a, a really caring and sincere fan base like i think the cross the community is like that no one's a really sleazy i'm not saying that we don't receive sleazy things but for the most part it's all coming from good-hearted folks um so i try to get to everyone if i don't i'm sorry but we try a, we do a good job um as for me personally right now i'm actually taken that's a recent oh, development yeah okay. so taking. tell us give us an inside scoop ah uh, well it's very fresh but um okay. yeah we just we just i've found someone we're in rhythm and it's like we had all the talk about non-negotiables and stuff like that and it really aligned it was like really awesome we both met in the gym of course like you meet in that space course, yeah um and she's just like is i she a crossfitter she is a crossfitter i'm oh, yeah okay. she is a crossfitter and i just i feel so lucky and have so much gratitude it's just like i've never okay. been there's a few things you come across from like you know like i'll put it this way like there's times where I'll meet guys, like maybe even someone like Patrick and like a few other buddies yeah. where you meet them and you're just like, do we just become best friends? Like mm -hmm. you're just, 
you're you're saying the same jokes, you're quoting the same movies, you're just like vibing, you know, and you're just kind of like chopping it up like some locker room talk. Mm -hmm. There's some times where you just feel connected, no matter how long you've known him, like you just like you just click, you're in rhythm. And that's how it was with this person. Like we got to talk to each other, we went in different times and we met each other at the gym, and we're just always in rhythm and just had so much fun. And so we just hung out a ton and laughed a ton and all this. And I was like, oh my God, how did I get this lucky? I was like, she probably just likes me for her personality and nothing else. And I found out she actually likes me, likes me. And I'm like, oh. Oh, oh my god! And then I was just like so nervous. I was like, she was she like on a date with me? She said yes. Like, oh my god! And then it's just kind of taken off from there. That's so. Amazing. All right. So next time yeah. we have you on the podcast, maybe it'll be like um like a couple. Yes, we would love that. I, I, I maybe. All yeah, right. maybe. Um, yeah, so okay, we'll we know, stay tuned. We'll yes. follow on the gram. We okay. know you're getting hungry, so we'll wrap this up. Oh, soon. okay. Thank you so much. And um, by the way, this is fantastic. This is gonna be the awesome. background. Yeah. I feel like this matches your outfit. Yeah, it really does. Can you guys? Can you see that? You almost look like naked because they're like blending in. Okay. Well, I just I just want to I just want to I just want to give you some context, guys. This is like my third day, fourth day at Waza with like three hours sleep. I've just, I have, I yeah. look drained. If I look bad, oh, I assure you no. I look better. Impossible. In Impossible. Yeah. Um, so what's next for you? That's, that's my big question is uh, what's next. The, honestly, the next thing for us is uh, we have quite a few episodes coming out with Waza and then a few other things lined up, but it's really getting back and is also doing the other thing that we love. And that's like, you know, putting the edit together, creating these stories, um, you know, putting in there what makes us laugh and what other people enjoy and uh, just kind of getting in there and creating cool content. And for us, like I know Hebra has really big goals. I know Martian has big goals. Mm -hmm. Like we we love the brand. We love the community. And we just want to continue growing it. And also, too, like I just I'm lucky that I get to work with my best friends. We get yeah. to work together. And of course, those comes with those struggles and different oh, things, you know, really. but it's like at the end of the day, it's like I get to wake up and like continue doing that for a community I love, which is like prior to that, I worked at the NFL for years and that sucker was a grind and you're at the top of the top. Yeah. And I was like, so unhappy, right. still enjoyed it. I still enjoy my time and I took a lot of value from that. But then now I kind of let me, as you get older, you realize um, the importance of it. And so it's like, I want to go to work and do what I love to do. I'm gonna do it no matter where I go, someone's going to pay me to do it just because I love my craft and someone to see that value. But I'd much rather do it going to something I believe in and mm -hmm. people I believe in. And those two guys I definitely believe in. Um, and also people that I love and love being around. So, and after that, there's no monetary value for that. Like whatever happens. Yeah. If I could make more money somewhere else, like I still wouldn't do that. I would always say with just what we do, just because like, I get to laugh. I get to enjoy myself. I get mm -hmm. to do cool things like this, right. meet cool people. And you know, put a so. on that one. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, know? you so much. And stay toned. Stay, stay toned yeah, um, you know. So plug yourself. Where can people find you? Where can they find your your stuff, your videos? Uh, you know what? Don't slide in my DMs. Don't, don't go to that. Yeah, yeah. just just go to Buttery Bros. Honestly, if you really want to like support us, is go to our YouTube, subscribe. You know, hit the notification, leave a comment. We love comments. I read all comments. Comment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, be kind in there. Come on. Like, yeah. yeah. Show some love. Show, show some, some love. love. Be kind in there. We actually have really kind comments. It's actually pretty awesome. But yeah, just uh, go to YouTube. Go to Buttery Bros. Amazing. And yeah. our final question is, what are you having for lunch? Uh, uh, <laughs> apparently some people brought me an almond and some pancakes. Oh, gotta have the cakes. What kind of pancakes? I'm not you sure. Know. I haven't looked okay. at it because I put them on hold for this. Oh, so, uh, you know, I'm so... Didn't even look at the yeah, I didn't even look at kind of pancakes. All right. Well, thank you so much. This was a blast. All right. Well, I really, really hope that Julian got his meal in because I know how I am when I am don't have my meals and you know how I am and it's it ain't pretty for anyone. 
true, which is why today I made sure you came home to a beautiful cooked meal. For some reason, I also, maybe it was because I just listened to this podcast that I was craving breakfast for dinner. I know. She texted me and she's like, I'm thinking breakfast for dinner. And I was like, I will never say no to that. Say less, say less. Yeah. I, I At first I thought pancakes, like the pancake breakfast from Miami that. that we literally missed and I'm so upset about it, but um. But then you you brought me egg tacos and I wasn't upset. Right. They were egg white, so it was like a little <laughs> lackluster, but they'll do. They will absolutely do. Um, Julian is such a character. Shay, can you just tell me I'm pretty more? That's all you need to do. That is the key. That's all you need to do. That is the key to my heart. Just tell me I'm pretty. And that was that was my alarm going off to remind you to tell you to tell me that I'm pretty. No, that's yours to tell me. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I like what he said about kind of just like telling your partner what, what you want, what you expect. Um, you just lay it on the line. Just set your standards, the different love languages, and and say what you need. I think one thing that really stood out to me, aside from all of the amazing editing and his career moments and highlights, um, was definitely the relationship stuff and how he said that he wants to be with a partner that kind of like illuminates his light. Right. And we do talk about relationships on the podcast. So I think this is something to just like keep in mind and that you don't want to be with someone that dims your light. You want to be with someone that that kind of compliments and enhances your light. So no matter what that is, whatever kind of relationship, even if it's not a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. but even when you look at your friendships and I don't know, the people you yeah. surround yourself with, you want people that make that light shine a little bit brighter. I'm like, I'm getting chills talking about this. Um, yeah. So that was amazing talking to him and, and just hearing the inside and especially the interview with the buttery bros, how he showed up in khakis and they're like, that's cute. Why are you not wearing gym shorts? Right, right. <laughs> Um, here for the athleisure. <laughs> always, always. But next up we have Josh Wiseman, who also is an amazing content creator. So excited to pass it over to him. What are some of your highlights from this, this interview? Well, I just thought it was so funny that he got bamboozled into going and getting into fitness and CrossFit after being a basketball player, because his physical therapist bribed him with sneakers. Like that's just, I mean, I can relate. If you need me to do anything, just give me a pair of sneakers. Oh yeah, no. Um, can always be bought by clothing, <laughs> sneakers, you, you name it. Um, but it's it's really cool that he he started out as a CrossFit athlete and then he sort of transitioned over into the content creation side of things. And I think it just is so so true that you don't need the most expensive things um, to get started with diving into your passions. He just went for it and he had people say, you know what, you know what you're doing and it shows. It's really cool. You kind of get invited to one event and then it's like a domino effect. Like you really go up. I think just taking advantage of every opportunity is one thing that we learned through these people who just like freaking hustle. They've mm-hmm. made their a name for themselves and they've made a career from the, themselves because of the hustle and the grit that they've put into it. So people kind of see them showing up to an event, even like Wadapalooza, you come in first time with a general admission pass mm-hmm. and hopefully the next time you're invited because of like the content and the relationships that you created. So obviously that's our hope, <laughs> um, but excited for you guys to listen. So passing it over to Josh. Um, All right. Three blondes walk into Wadapalooza. <laughs> I thought I had nice hair until I met this guy. Yeah, so. <laughs> Josh Wiseman, I am so excited to have you uh, here at the 
podcast. Thank you for coming. You said it's your first one in a yeah, while. Thank you. you can keep thank the you beer. so much. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was gonna be. We you guys are rocking this. So drinks. Yeah, we had. I'm uh, not sponsored by these guys. Oh uh, yeah, don't, don't show the label. <laughs> Um, this they they have paid big longer. bucks to be on this pod. I know, guys. I well, we were just saying that the CrossFit athletes get this. Um, they say that they don't drink, but you're here to prove otherwise. I'm disproving of that 100. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. what? What is your drink of choice? Yeah. Uh, drink of choice in most cases is going to be bourbon. Really? Yeah. Do you do like an yeah. orange peel, or like is that a thing? That's an old fashioned. That no, you. That's, that's right. Old fashioned. Okay. That's right. Good. Yeah. yeah. They do the orange peel. They go around the rim, and then they get the. Uh, yeah, bitters in there, all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah that's right. All yeah, right. I love a good old fashioned okay. with some bourbon. Okay, yeah, all right, we'll have to have, have one after this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well deserved. Shay has like one drink and she's like on the ground. But yeah, anyway, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, perfect. Um, love that. <laughs> but please, for those people who are, maybe aren't super into the CrossFit world, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. And, sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as they said, my name is Josh Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 30. I'll be 31 in a couple weeks, a few weeks, something Whoa! like that. When's your birthday? Valentine's Day. <gasps> it's my birthday. Is it though? Is it? Yeah. No, I don't know. Why? Why? I feel like that's because Why? everyone's yeah, celebrating love you. and Thank going out you. on dates and no one's focused on Josh Wiseman's birthday. <laughs> God. This girl gets um, it. Yeah. I'll be sure to send a happy birthday on your You're 100% right. Everyone's yeah. like, I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing for this day? Oh, Not saying okay. like, what are you doing for my birthday? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what are you doing for this day? And they're just like, oh, I'm doing something like with my wife. Or like we have yeah. reservations here and this and that. And I'm just like, all right, I'll just go fuck myself. Well, no, uh, yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like the people say like the worst birthday to have is on Christmas because then you just get Christmas presents. You don't get birthday presents. But yeah. I'm here to say and argue that maybe the second worst birthday is on Valentine's Day. I would 100% <laughs> I was one. I would 100% argue that. But uh, getting okay. back to it, yes. So yeah. uh, birthday on Valentine's Day, whatever, that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, I've been a full-time professional creative for going on seven years, former professional athlete. I played basketball in Germany. Uh, I'm an author. I've been a touring music artist and just uh, Patrick said it earlier before we got on here, just Renaissance man, modern day Renaissance man, Jack of all trades type of guy. So that's, um, um yeah, a little bit yeah, of everything I, I here. I feel kind of bad about myself now. Yeah. Um, so like, what do I really do? Well, okay. Well I did play basketball in college. What position did you play? I, I, was, a guess... I was a guard. You're lying. I swear. I was a, you were a guard. I was a six three point guard in high school. And then when I got Shay's to college. Like, and no, then when I got to college, right? I was definitely a guard. That's crazy. That's so wild to me. Yeah. Um, were you like the tallest guard ever? No. Not even close. I'm like a small guy. I don't know about I'm that. I'm a small guy. Yeah. yeah. In, in the grand scheme of things, six five as a guard in this day and age of uh professional basketball is not is it's not, not very tall. tall. It's like under average height. I would like to say that like <laughs> average height for a guard in the NBA right now is probably about six seven. Mm, bunch of shrimps. Yeah, yeah a bunch of shrimps I out mean, there. Really? So yeah. okay, so and then uh I asked position for basketball and then what um instrument you said so that? yeah so I played drum played guitar bass piano pretty much any stringed instrument for the most part. That's uh, a whole damn band sing yeah. sing sing and uh mix and master and do like some audio engineering which which is your favorite drums for sure drums drums is huh? my favorite and what i feel most comfortable on so i get okay. i feel very comfortable just sitting in on drums with pretty much anything so wow leah can you say the same i mean <laughs> I, I only play the drums and like not even that well so leah um, was in a band with our dad it was yeah 
I was. And then I I turned 12 and I was like, this isn't fun anymore. I'm I'm too cool for you. I was going to say, or cool. You're just like, dad, I'm sorry. I just just can't do this anymore. (laughs) I'm just, I've outgrown you guys, honestly. (laughs) Oh my God. It's not not me, it's you. Um, So you were playing drums long before I was then. I started when I was like, mm-hmm. all right, you guys can play the drums. What am I bringing yeah, to the table? Uh, um, you want to be on the, the triangle? Cowbell, the triangle, yeah. the tambourine. Or, no, Ooh, my shirt right now, it's a hot Oh, the cowbell. Maracas. 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 I'm wearing a jalapeno yeah. shirt for those of you tuning in on YouTube or on, <laughs> on Instagram. If, yeah, if you don't tune in to see his hair, you can tune in to see <laughs> my jalapeno <laughs> shirt. Just yeah. punch, punch, in on the, yes. punch in on the jalapeno exactly. here. Yeah, that's um, Okay, so you said you were a CrossFit athlete too. Yeah, yeah, So I competed at, so the fittest experience in Austin. Okay. That's where I live at in Austin, Texas. Um, I competed at their 10-year, which is mm-hmm. funny. I feel like I've I've constantly been circulated in this 10-year realm of things. I ran a triathlon last year, and that was their 10-year anniversary. The fittest experience a few years ago was their 10-year anniversary, and now I'm here shooting at Wadapalooza for the first time, <laughs> and it's this 10-year anniversary. So I'm kind of looking at the calendar coming up like, all right, what's – who's celebrating a 10 year anniversary yeah. and what can I come in on and like one of these things. So, so, so like, yeah. No, Josh, Josh settled down. It's only been five years. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> preparing for this. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, a long time. Okay. Well, so you're shooting the events. You must be looking at our dinky camera over there. Yeah. Like, like what, what is that thing? It's a Sony. So respect. Okay. I'm a Sony wow. shooter. So okay. Sony, Sony for life. Okay. And my so Sony people that. will be the like, Best Buy said it's like a, it's a must have for vloggers. <laughs> we can go back and tell him that. Yeah, thank Best. you for shooting me in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy at Best Buy probably doesn't. He's probably also working in the cell phone department yeah. and yeah. the TVs, home audio. <laughs> So he was just like, this one is kind of expensive, and these girls are pretty. So let's so, not steer them the wrong way. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I feel like he like did me one better with the with the selfie stick. He's like, can you look like the? Tech oh, he tech? sold you that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually really, I actually really love that thing. Thank you. One of the main reasons why <laughs> is because it has the start stop record function on it, it and it's super clutch. I get nervous when I send Shay to the store alone because <laughs> usually she comes home saying I spent way too much money and I don't know if I got any of what I was supposed to get. And right. I'm like, oh my God. Leah's again the practical wife. She keeps us on budget. She's like, no, no. do not get the guac today, Shay. <laughs> you, That's you've already gone over Excuse budget yeah. and now you want guacamole on your Chipotle. Get out of here. It's yeah, back absolutely. a tight ship around. Yeah. Back yeah. to the important stuff. Um, can you talk about your CrossFit career? So any highlights in there? I would hardly call it a career by any means, but my, yeah, no, but no, it really is not a career by any means, but I would say, so when I played basketball, I was, I mean, I was probably as thin as this cable here. (laughs) You'll laugh. I'll show you a photo. You definitely need to post this like a before and after. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Get ready. Seriously. Like it's, I was 180 pounds at six foot five. <laughs> and for reference right now, I'm about 250. Okay. So wow. I know like so 10 or the old you for like 100%, yeah, okay. 100%. Um, so I started pretty big in the bodybuilding world. I've shot at Olympia. I've shot at the Arnold, uh, a bunch of IFBB pros are you know, have become friends of mine over the years, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. So I got really big into the bodybuilding space. And at that point in time, I mean, I had gained like 40 or 50 pounds in a matter of like less than six months. 
and had really discovered a love for, you know, health and wellness, fitness, working out, just kind of being obsessed with it like anyone should be when you want to, you know, be good at something mm -hmm. essentially. So for me, it was, it was that. And then I, when I moved to Austin to pursue videography and photography full time, I had a physical therapist and she's a big CrossFitter. Her name is Elaine Say. If she ever watches this, I'll probably send it to her. But like, what's up, girl? Um, but yeah, so she's an incredible, incredible physical therapist. And um, she was like, you should CrossFit. And I was like, no, there's no way. And she was just like, no, you should. Like, your mobility is really good. Like, you're strong. You're a big guy. Like, obviously, your body type isn't particularly suited well for this, considering the average, like, elite CrossFitter is about 5'8", 5'9", 185 to 195 pounds, roughly. Mm -hmm. um, so I tower over most of these people, which, you know, that's yeah. to be expected for the most part. But I was like, no, there's no way. Like, there's no way I can do that. Mm -hmm. And prior to meeting her, when I moved to Austin, I had signed uh, retainer contracts with a few CrossFit boxes in town in Austin Central being one of them. And they're one of the original 25 as well. Uh, Jeremy Teal is the owner of that gym. Cool dude. Love him and his family. They're really sweet. And I that was my kind of first introduction to the CrossFit community. So then fast forward a few years after that, and, you know, I'm getting worked on, you know, a few times a week from Elaine, just from my like bodybuilding, aesthetics, conscious lifting, mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Not really, never really touched a barbell other than to squat or bench or dead. Typical like bro lifting, essentially. Mm -hmm. So after that, she was like, all right, well, the fitness is coming up. Come to the gym. I'm going to teach you like mechanics and I want to show you how to do X, Y, and Z, you know, Olympic lifting, compound barbell movements, like the movements of CrossFit essentially. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll give it a try. Cool. Like shit. Why not? Like mm -hmm. my arms are too long. Like every single pull up rig is like, everyone's <laughs> like getting like, it's really funny. I see all the people, guys and girls, uh, getting the, box, they're getting right? the little pads to like jump up and grab the yeah. bar. And I'm like, can grab it. My arms are bent. My feet are flat on the ground. And I'm just like, uh, this is not, this is not yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so she was like, yeah. Uh, so we did that over the course of, I don't know, it was probably three or four months. And then she was like, you should compete at the fittest. And I was like, uh, no, I, there's no fucking way I'm going to compete at this. I'm sorry. Can I curse on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Fucking yeah. great. Great. Uh, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, I, I don't think I can do that. Like, there's no way. And she's like, all right, well, if you qualify, I'll buy you a new pair of Metcons to compete in. And I was like, oh, I'm do it. very it's shoe always driven. Shoes. I'm very shoe too. driven. Are you a sneakerhead? No, nah, I wouldn't say a sneakerhead. I mean, I probably have like 50 or 60 pairs of shoes, but <laughs> just a few. Yeah. yeah, but I'd like stick with what I love and yeah. know what I love. So I just buy like every single colorway that comes out of the same thing. Like, you know, when you find like a pair of jeans, you like you try yeah. and get everything, find a nice jacket or shirt you like, you try and like buy it in every color right. type of so shit. So what is the shoe of choice? Honestly, it's Vans in most cases, like Vans classics. Mm -hmm. I have like a ton of those. And then uh, I love Doc Martin boots. Mm -hmm. And then I actually just recently, even though I've lived in Texas for like six years, just got my first pair of cowboy boots. Wow. Which was great. Okay. One of my, I, I feel like I'm Tab, yeah, 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 yeah. One, yeah. One of my clients, uh, his name's Josh Smith. He works for Texas Land. Love Josh. Um, he, we were out on a ranch and he was like, hey man. It's about time. You, you need some, some fucking boots, bro. Yeah. And I was like, you going to buy them? He's like, I'll buy you some boots for Christmas. And I was like, oh. 
boots are expensive. Are you sure? And he was like, yeah, just go pick something out. So I picked out two pair and I was like, here's the two. Uh, there's a black and a brown pair, mm-hmm. you know, options, kind of options. And I was like, yeah, uh, whichever one like you buy, I'm probably just going to buy the other one. So I sent him the receipt and was like, here's these. Please, by all means, pay for the cheaper pair, like yeah. whatever. And he just paid for both of them. And I was what like, it was great. Um, but yeah, so anyway, she's like, if you qualify, I'll buy you a new pair of shoes. And I was like, fine, whatever. You can do the qualifications at the gym, yada, yada, yada. So I did that, ended up qualifying. She bought me and herself because she qualified. She bought, at the time, it was the Olympics. It's like this really sick like colorway it's yellow and it gradients into like pink and like red it's like the olympic colorway i don't know if you guys are familiar do you know what that is anyway okay yeah so it's like a really sick pair so so she bought me the metcons and she got herself i think the time it was like the romaleo three like Mm -hmm. lifters or romaleo two lifters so she bought me those and then she's like all right now it's time to like get ready for the competition i was just like oh my god i'm gonna get absolutely destroyed by this thing and sure enough, I got fucking destroyed. I mean, I finished where I qualified, which was 20th. But at the same time, it was my first and only, like, I never thought ever that I would be competing in some sort of fitness competition. Yeah. When I was used to just having a basketball in my hands for 20 years. So it was just like, it was cool. It was a really great experience. My mom flew in for it. And that was really cool to, like, I won an event, which was like an assault bike and a D-ball event. And wow. I won it. My mom was, like, in the stands. There was, like, like a lot of people there. there was, like, quite a few thousand people there. And my mom was, like, right there like on the front row and like my mom's my best friend it's just me Aww. and her so it was like it was a, it was pretty special it was a cool thing mm, that's yeah. so cute. i would hardly call it a career but. okay but then talk us through i guess so you've been on the athlete side of things then how did you get your or move, maneuver your way into a kind of more of the content creation and shooting yeah and yeah so it's it's really funny it's like kind of this uh this giant circle that's happened recently and i actually if you guys don't know who kristen chandler is she's kind of like the mama oh, bear do we know like, kristen? Yeah, 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 yeah. poor kristen's like cringing while she hears this she's yeah like, we um she they've sent me way too many emails yeah we sent her too many emails. <laughs> so i love kristen kristen and i have a really good relationship she's a really good friend of mine and believes in me as a as a creative and it's kind of renewed my sense of self i guess in mm-hmm. this industry so mm-hmm. when i first started photography and videography i was coming off of basketball and music and was recording the behind the scenes process of like mixing mastering writing a song like put you know composing music so on and so forth going on the road and you know like peddling cds at the time like all sorts of shit. so after that i had launched a couple apparel brands did those sorts of things and was filming the process behind all of that as well in terms of like shooting athletes, which in most cases were like friends of mine. But then I started like locking in actual athletes who were competing, who were sponsored by other people like supplement brands and things like that. And I was like, all right, I'm starting to kind of gauge how to capture the essence of a brand, tell a story, composition, how to edit, so on and so forth, kind of everything underneath the creative umbrella when it comes to having a camera in your hands. And then from there, I started getting more people asking me about like, oh, can you do like family photos? Can you do a <laughs> wedding? And I was like, can you come to my bat mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> can, you, can you can you smash the glass in the fucking yeah. napkin and yeah, like whatever the case is? And uh, and I started kind of thinking. I was like, man, like 
people are asking me to do stuff with a camera and I'm like getting paid for it, yeah. you know, very small amounts. But at the same time, you know, back then I was just like, you know, I never really considered that being a, never really considered that being a career, mm-hmm. you know? And then I started having people who were doing it for a while, just being like, you know what you're doing and it shows and it doesn't look mm-hmm. like you're new at this. So like, maybe you should consider doing it as a career. So then at the time I was engaged previously and that mm-hmm. fell through. And around the time of that, that fell through, I was like, all right, well, like, which direction do I go? I was living in Illinois at the time. Do I go back and like live with my mom just outside of mm-hmm. South Lake Tahoe or like, I don't really know what the fuck's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like in this, you know, transition, transition period. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of in limbo, just like trying to figure out what's going on. And so one of my athletes in Austin, she hit me up and she was like, Hey, come down. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my boyfriend will show you a good time, show you the city. We think you'll love it here. Yeah. I went down and in like a you know week, week and a half of being there, like she wanted me to be her full time shooter. And then like Jeremy over at Central came through and was like, yeah, like we'd love to have you on. Like let's talk. And then like I had a couple other gyms that came on board as well. And then I moved back to Austin. And from there, it just kind of sent me into full on fitness realm. Mm-hmm. I had already made like the weight transformation from like 180 pounds to what I was at the time. And at that point in time, it was like a probably a consistent, like 230 Mm -hmm. pounds. And I was just, just submerged in it. Like constantly every single day I was in a CrossFit box. And then I found like a really sick, like bodybuilding, powerlifting gym to go to big text gym. Uh, shout out to Rob and Esther if they ever listen to this. Like they are absolutely a second. uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Family. Like they're, two of the best people that I've ever met and two of the best people in terms of business owners. And they just care about the community so much Mm -hmm. and want to see it grow and build. And so I was over there and, and like I said earlier, like shot at the Arnold and shot at Olympia and been, you know, shot a really good friend of mine who was published in men health, men's health magazine for being like, uh, openly gay. And he had like a 250 pound weight loss and he got like cut and stapled and like, taking those photos of him post-op and seeing like that weight transformation and then showing him the photos and him like starting to cry and just saying like, I've never felt so beautiful before my life. And like, I'm over there just like, yeah, that's cool, bro. Like (laughs) fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eyelash or something. It's my contact. It's dry. Yeah. And you know, stuff like that is what kept me going in Mm -hmm. that realm of just like telling people stories and understanding like, this is what I'm put on this earth to do. And then it shortly or very quickly grew into, okay, like Central wanted me to shoot their events. And then that grew into bigger events. And that grew into like the bigger the events that I shot, the more athletes I would meet. And then I'm a pretty like I have no shame. Like I'll go up to anybody and talk to them. I'm a very like outgoing person. So it's just like you're interesting looking like what's your name where are you from so on and so forth exactly you know because that's part of what I do and it's nice to kind of create that uh you know human to human Mm -hmm. like more than just a surface level interaction with somebody to build some sort of relationship long term whether that's friendship whether that's you know an actual relationship romantically or business focused or anything like that um and that over the years just grew into me doing bigger and bigger things but then the vanity of the fitness industry kind of took its hold and I really started to see like how shitty the fitness industry was in general so I kind of swore it off for I don't know probably three or four years I would say probably three years or so and 
any bodybuilder, strongman, power lifter, crossfitter that wanted to shoot or do anything, I would just say, sorry, I'm not interested, but here's a group of friends of mine. Here's uh, a list of people who you could probably get with. I just didn't enjoy it as what much. Was, what was like the tipping point? Like what made, turned you off so much from it? Was there anything in particular? I wouldn't say anything in particular. I think it was just kind of a compounding effect in terms of just seeing how shitty the people in the industry were hmm. in terms of it's very selfish if people have money, they're not willing to spend it. Not that it's all about money by any means, but obviously yeah. like if I'm going to contract you in for your time, you right. expect to be compensated fairly for your time that you're putting into whatever it is you're doing. Like right. if you're making an appearance, if you're working out, if you're doing like sponsorship stuff, if you're shooting, if whatever the case is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're expected to be compensated your worth for things. Mm -hmm. And that point in time, it was just like, this is a giant waste of my time. And for these reasons, I'm out. Like, just get me out of here. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I've, you know, like working with like major companies who I will leave unnamed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Dramatic yeah. music, just punch in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. But no, it was just, uh, yeah. And then, you know, I, I shifted my focus with my business into more of like major brands, traveling, a lot of tourism stuff, mm -hmm. uh, luxury, like experiences, landscapes, real estate and things like that. Um, and then I met Kristen. I honestly don't even know how I met Kristen. I think I might've shot somebody one time and then she saw it or I had like been in contact with somebody and she reached out and her and I had just messaged on Instagram for a while. And she had like a small thing in Dallas whenever a lot of the, um, online qualifiers and competitions were happening like a year ago, a couple of years ago or something like that. She was like, Hey, would you be interested in doing this? Like, can't really pay you much, but would love to meet you in person and just like fill out the vibe and go from there. Yeah. And, and we did that and it was great and, and hit it off and have been like really good friends since. And I feel like everything that she's worked on since then, I get a phone call. So, so I told her last night, I like sent her a text message last night, just, you know, just saying thank you for mm -hmm. like kind of reinvigorating that. Uh, you know, love and passion for the fitness industry that I've had over the years. And, and, you know, she's constantly thanking everybody for being a part of the team and this and that. But in retrospect, like everybody should be thanking her because of, you know, she's the reason why everyone's here. And I think that's really important uh, because she works her fucking ass off, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, those people need to be, you know, appreciated and, and recognized for their efforts. And her effort is like more than anyone's that I could ever ever even say you know in most cases so mm -hmm. she's brought me here and she's brought me to a lot of other things and it's it's helped me grow my business and it's helped me you know she believes in me as a person and as a creative and I'm very thankful for that and um so yeah so now being back in the space do you feel like you're kind of where you should be or are you looking looking elsewhere I mean I wouldn't necessarily say where I should be right um, I've been saying it all weekend and I've been saying this probably for the last year of my life. It's just, I'm just happy to be here. You know, if you're just like, how are you? Moment. Yeah. If you were like, how are you? I'm just like, I'm just happy to be here. It's a good answer. You know, and it's, and it's true. You know, it's, uh, with the schedule that we have and things that we're doing and constantly just like running around like chickens with their head cut off, like <laughs> pointing a camera at everybody and like whatever, it's nice to just kind of take a second and be like, all right, I don't have to be on a hundred percent of the time, 24 hours while I'm here. Yeah. And it's nice to like go in the athlete warm up area and people stop their warm ups to come over and say, Hey to me or people that I've known over the years are like, it's really weird that people are coming up to me asking me to take pictures with them. And I'm just like, you're the athlete. Aww. I don't know why you want to take a picture with me, but like, 
But no, like, like, it's my hair. <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say like, yeah, this is where I should be. Mm-hmm. Am I very thankful and grateful for being here? 100%. But, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking for what's next in yeah. terms of my life and, and my career. And I think, you know, with more opportunities that I am thankful to be a part of, I'm, I'm constant, the gears are constantly turning in terms of like, well, how do I get from where I'm at now and like break through this, you know, upper echelon of things into whatever's next. And I I may or may not know what that looks like, or no one really knows what that looks like, but I'm trying to figure it out. And I think that's just part of like the introspective look that the last couple of years has kind of forced on people Mm -hmm. in regards to, um, you know, just looking inward more and figuring out like, you know, what truly lights me up, what, what keeps that fire burning and, um, you know, how can I stay this course and and ride the wave as long as I can. Um, so I know this is constantly changing, but like Hmm? five years from now, I guess, what, what would be kind of where you'd like to see yourself? Uh, that's a loaded question. Yeah, that's a pretty tough question. I mean, a lot of people that I talk to do have these like five, 10 year plans or things like that. Um, immediate future, I'm pitching a TV show to like try and pitch a TV show to well, a major network. Well, if you need backup, um, any <laughs> so, extras, so extras. Yeah, we are we having help. Um, I want to be a star. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah so if, if that turns into something and services comes to fruition, then that could potentially be something. Add it to the resume. Uh, that would be crazy. <laughs> that, would, that would honestly, it'd be crazy. It would change my life um, and my mom's life. It'd be wild. Mm. But no, like in the next five years, I mean, I think people ask me all the time, like in a perfect world, what would you be doing? Mm-hmm. And I tell them I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing now, but I'd be doing it at a much grander scale. Okay. So in my mind, I'm just constantly trying to figure out like what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working with some of, if not the best athletes in the world. I've worked with some of the largest companies in the world. I've worked with some of the biggest celebrities and music artists in the world. So for me, it's like Elon Musk, like what the fuck? Like out of like, what is, what is like, what right. can I do to kind of solidify my place in this space to be one of the most respected, like well-known mm-hmm. established, like, creatives, videographers, photographers, like in the world is what I want. And it's just kind of trying to piece those, put those puzzle pieces together to figure out what that looks like. Cause I don't know, like, you know what I mean? So in five years it could be like, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I know it's it's like, I didn't really answer the question, but like, it's a tough. I'm I'm not alone when I say this. Like I know we're really excited. And I'm sure listeners are listeners are to see kind of what, what that five years does. We'll see you in five years. (laughs) Um, I I do want to ask. So um, before we close this out is, so you said you shot at the Arnold Mm -hmm. um, Olympia Mm -hmm. and obviously the CrossFit Games, I'm assuming Mm -hmm. too. What do you think the biggest difference between those, like obviously fitness is the epicenter of each of those things. What do you see as like the biggest difference um, in, I guess, like the people or like the culture? Um, That's a hard one too. (laughs) Yeah, you ladies brought it. That's (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I would say honestly, before you finish the question, the first thing that came to mind was the sense of community. Okay. I think in the CrossFit space, it's just like everyone kind of jokes and says it's like a cult and like everyone's like <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid and shit. Yeah. But like, it's kind of true. It's cool you know what Kool-Aid I mean? It, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the purple Kool-Aid. It's yeah. the purple Kool-Aid with like fucking three cups of sugar and like a gallon <laughs> of shit. For it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think the sense of community 
other than the the disciplines and fitness being different mm -hmm. you know you can get if you put a bodybuilder next to a crossfitter their body comps don't really look too different mm. you know yeah like at the not necessarily at the pro level but like if you put a pro crossfitter next to like a intermediate bodybuilder mm -hmm. like when you looked at me you just be like these are two fit people right. like really fit yeah you know guys or girls whatever but i yeah. think the biggest thing that stands out is just the community and the fact that the athletes that i've met in the crossfit community generally are more welcoming mm -hmm. than a super top tier like ifbb pro yeah and even though both disciplines in their own regards are ultra ultra just like hyper focused yeah. and obsessed on being good mm -hmm. and and you know creating that life for themselves mm -hmm. in the fitness space it's just two completely different energies. Yeah. Like one is very like standoffish. Like I need to eat my meals. I need to be in bed by this time. I need to fucking work out two times a day when I'm in the gym. It's for three hours. Like, yeah. you know, like that was, that was like my life for a while. Cause that's yeah. who I was engaged to. For so bodybuilding. It, yeah. For yeah. bodybuilding. Yeah. So it was like, you know, that constant, just tired and low and, energy yeah absolutely yeah. no drive for like anything else other than that which is mm -hmm. cool but at the same yeah. time like the crossfit community is is super 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 strong and i think that's why it is becoming what it is and that's why the games are what they are and that's why the live streams are what they are and that's why you know thousands and thousands of people come through for every event whatever it is and you know you're not hearing about the bodybuilding space that much because it's like yeah 150,000 people in three days go through the Arnold but like if you ask some people like they don't even know what the fucking Arnold is they yeah. know who Arnold is yeah, of course but they don't know what the competition is yeah. yeah but they don't they don't know what that consists of yeah. you know what i mean but if you ask someone like what is crossfit the first answer is if they don't know what it is they're just like oh i don't want to get hurt doing that yeah, shit yeah. and it's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the yeah. it's the morons that like make viral videos for the internet that right. get crossfit yeah. that name but yeah. you know generally i think the biggest thing is like you walk into any any box in the united states and generally people are going to be pretty welcoming in terms of uh you know making you feel at home and and you're not going to get that that fear of walking into a new gym and not knowing where anything's at and like you know not wanting to like make noises in a gym or you know that that turns a lot of people away and right. i've seen it you know for years in the bodybuilding and powerlifting world that just in terms of people who come in who are who have that fear of like, oh, it's a new gym, it's a new place, they're new yeah. people, how right. are they going to look at me, yeah, yeah, are my yeah. numbers, are my totals not where they're supposed to be at, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but you go into any any CrossFit box in the United States and they're, everyone's super nice and it's great and mm -hmm. I think, you know, the community is so strong and it's only going to get stronger, so. Yeah, I have to say one of the coolest things for me, like watching at the games yeah. too, it's our at the um, at Waterpalooza has been just seeing almost like some of the teams kind of just like the three people person yeah. teams and like them cheering each other on and being so in sync with their like overhead squats and things like that. So yeah, I think you don't that, you don't see that in all areas of fitness, so it's really really cool to see. You don't see that in any areas of fitness, really. Damn yeah. right. Well, Josh, I like Shay said. I think we can speak for everyone who's going to listen. That we're really <laughs> excited to see what what comes next for you. Thank I you think so much. The sky is the limit. Um, and we thank you for coming on. Thank um, you for plug yourself. Me. Where yeah. can people kind of watch some of this amazing content? Oh, We're excited to see the content that you get this weekend. Yeah. Uh, JT Wise Guy across all platforms. All right. Literally Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. JT Wise Guy. So spelled how it sounds. Catchy. Very catchy.
All right. Well, thank you. And we'll have to have you on in five years. We do like a middle. No, we have mid, middle of the road. Guy. Guy. Okay, yeah, we'll do a yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That. We'll see you in 10 years and then uh, we'll go from there. So thanks for having me. All right. I'll say it. He has better hair than us. That's true. That's true. I'm <laughs> and like, maybe I'm a better personality. Home. I'm going home. I'm doing a hair mask. I don't care what you say. <laughs> His hair is voluminous. Is blonde, the word that comes to mind. Blonde bombshell, if you will. Josh honestly has such a contagious personality. I I hope that that show uh kind of showed through in that podcast. He is just such a warm person and a fun energy to be around. And I think um, not only is he talented, but I think like that personality has really gotten him to where he is now. Yeah, I would have to say that's one of the podcasts. Like usually I feel like I'm so on it in a podcast. Yeah. And for that one, I really did feel myself like getting so like lost in the podcast that lost I like in the sauce. Lost in the sauce <laughs> and in the blonde hair. Maybe, yes. <laughs> um that I really forgot. Like where you were where and I that you was needed to and then yeah. I just like almost like had the swallow up questions because I was just like so like engaged in the conversation yeah no it's really cool and and I think he can inspire a lot of people that are on the fence about making their side hustle um and turning it into a real business and I think for those of you that are unsure just do it just go for it if you love it and if you can't stop thinking about it the answer is yes um, I read a quote um, the other day that was saying, if you can work eight hours for someone else, you can put in an hour for yourself. So I want you guys to kind of remind yourself of that. And I remind ourselves of that all the time, just saying that like um, working for someone else um, behind a desk, maybe all day, but then spending that extra little bit of time on something that you're passionate about or just taking care of yourself in that hour. Yeah, I know a hundred percent. And I think it's really cool to see fitness is, such a beautiful thing because it brings so many people together and it brings the artistic side out of people too. So not only is fitness a way to get your body better, but it gets your mind going too. And I think these two gentlemen right here are, I mean, guys, they're in great shape, right. um, but they're also extremely talented and artistic and creative. And it's so cool that they're able to use those talents um, to make CrossFit an even more epic thing than it is preach retweet but also I was just thinking that a lot of times we have athletes on here so it's really cool to just get to interview people that do similar things they, they do it better I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give them that but just do similar things to what we do and um, just see different angles and sides of the um, industry that some people didn't even know existed right right so if you learned anything from this podcast hopefully it is um tell you. tell people they're pretty tell people they're pretty mm-hmm. and just go after it Go after your dreams. And take care of your hair. And take care of your hair. (laughs) Dry shampoo. (laughs) You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is is that that you don't don't tone alone. alone. Bye, guys.